I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't Don't raise trees just yet. yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. Six again, two words no Raiders fan probably ever wants to hear. And I'm joined by the biggest Raiders nuffy of them all. Ado, how are we, mate? Mate, I'm good. Um, I would be lying if I said I'm over that. I was there at that game and I was so off my head at the prelim in Canberra. I went down to Canberra with the missus. And when we won, we beat Souths. I just, on the way out of uh, Bruce Stadium, I was buying tickets and I just got first available. And they were like platinum diamond seating corporate box um tickets <laughs> the grand final they cost me like 1500 each Fortune. um so I, I spent three grand to go to that grand final and it felt like it was just within my grasp so um yeah six again mate i'm so i've never i'm never gonna let it go um but yeah look last year we, we probably overachieved got, got past the first week of the finals and up the milk i love them I remember, I was sitting at the Star Casino in Sydney watching it at the sports bar, and I think I went to order a drink or something, and the place erupted, and I looked back up, and it took me 30, 40 seconds to work out what, what had happened, because they didn't have the commentary on, and it was just, yeah, just, just, just a picture. I had no idea what was happening, and yeah, still still remember to this day. Um, but, you know, you're, you're, you're a little bit more optimistic than I am of the Raiders this year. I've got them in ninth. Uh, yeah. I think you have them in, in one spot higher in eighth. I do. Um, look, no one else in eighth last year, did they? But we made it. Um, so, and I look, I've been the biggest criticizer in the world of um, Fogarty, but I've probably got to eat my word and say that a lot of it had to do with him being healthy and sort of just the, the, the calm head that he gave to the Raiders as the season went on. I think players like Hudson Young came of age once he got the eye gouging out of his game. Um, so look, I think the Raiders, I reckon this year, when you look at the draw and the friendliness of draw, I think they've got a friendlier draw than a lot of teams. And if they can just bank some of those games that they should be winning, even last year, they didn't win the couple. They got robbed by the ref and they probably dropped a couple of games that they should have won. Uh, if they can actually win the games they should win this year and become consistent, I reckon, you know, they'll they'll jag eight. But there's going to be an absolute traffic jam, I reckon, from about 12th to 8th, like there was sort of last year. And I, I think the Raiders are going to be in that pile. Yeah, that's the thing with the Raiders. They always seem to lose the games that they needed to win. Yeah. Um, mm. But uh, I guess the, the emergence of, of one man, that is Joe Tarpany. He was absolutely sensational for Supercoach. He wasn't fantastic in the first sort of 12 weeks. He only had, uh, I think he had, in the first 12 weeks, he only had three scores above uh, 60. And, you know, it was just round 12 against the Parramatta Eels. 
scored a 73 and just went on an absolute tirade uh, before the buy. Mm. You know, 73, 78, 95, 82, 94. Had the buy, came back and went 74, 73, 113. Set new heights for front row forwards um, in, in Supercoach. He was sensational at the back end. Did pick up a niggle and, and I think you guys were down on troops and Ricky sort of had to play whoever had two, two walking legs and mm. he sort of ran out of steam a little bit there. But, you know, comes in... I would say is the the most premium option when it comes to to front row forwards. Now that IPAP has lost his jewel and and Tino's role is probably a little bit uncertain. I think Joe Tarpany takes that mantelpiece as you know that number one front row forward, and at six hundred and ten k, it's a nice enough price for a bloke that we saw consistently put up seventy plus points at the back end of last year. Yeah, look, he we've us Raiders fans and Super Coach players for years and years and years have said if only. Big Joey Taps had got minutes and he got minutes last year, maybe because I think um, Papali'i had come off. He did less minutes. I think he's winding down in his career. He's getting less minutes. So, um, you know, there's talk about um, captain material and stuff for him. Uh, Joe Tappany, I think he's really taken that with, um, you know, he's taken it. He's ripped it and taken the responsibility and run with it. The minutes he's run with it. And I, I yeah, we've lost Pup, Isaiah Papali'i out of front row, so I don't think you can get any better from um, Joey Taps. And I reckon I don't even think that it, last year was an outlier. I think he's always been that player. He just never got given the minutes. He used to be a forty-minute forward. Even last year to start the year, he wasn't quite getting the minutes. He was middle to sort of t- towards the end of the year. Um, I reckon he's going to be just as good this year. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty telling uh, for the YouTube viewers. You'll definitely be able to see um, the graphic. But you look at his score. So his scores year on year do fluctuate quite a bit. Um, but you look at the minutes played per game, and, and that's what you know is is fluctuating his his minutes. Like the, the back in twenty eighteen, he played seventy seven minutes a game, um, averaged sixty three. I'm assuming that was a, a lot of his younger days. Twenty twenty, he averaged sixty two points, and that was when he played fifty seven minutes. And then last year, he averaged 66 points a game where he played 51 minutes a game. The years where he has slumped, you know, 44 minutes and 41 minutes um, for a 39 and 55 average, respectively. So his average does drop when his minutes do drop, but he definitely is one of those forwards that has a motor. Um, You guys have lost Adam Elliott as well, who was really, really good at getting a hand free in the tackle, getting the offloads happening. That is something Tarpany does bring to this Raiders side. Um, But yeah, losing Adam Adam Elliott, I think, is probably a a tick for, for Joe Tarpany in my book. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know whether people are going to be splurging in the front row, but if you were, he's the guy, I think, for you this year. Yeah, I, I would much rather pay, what is it, an extra 40K to get tarpening over someone like a Haas. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm a big, big fan. I'm also a huge fan of Hudson Young. Now, breakout, absolute breakout year for him last year. Like Scoring tries left, right, and center. Uh, does start the year at 614K. I think he averaged 67 from memory last year. Do you think he improves on that, or do you think we've sort of found Hudson Young's ceiling in in Supercoach? Yeah, I think he is priced at his maximum. I, I, I mean, the try scoring alone, if you think he can replicate that again this year, you know, you're probably optimistic. I, I think he's very talented, and I think he's probably learned off someone like John Bateman when he was there, yeah. um, how to be that great sort of attacking second row forward i think he'll be just as good this year i reckon he'll probably hover he started 614 he might go down to 550 530 and then he'll go back up again i don't know if there's going to be as many tries this year i mean even nanai people are going to be asking themselves do i think he can replicate that again this year um in the case of hudson young i think he's 
you know, the max price. I can't see him getting up to 750 or 800, you know, like uh, Isaiah Papali, he got just for consistency. And I just don't know if he's going to get as many tries as he, he, he got last year. That's just going to be a guess if you think he will. Do you think he regresses at all, though? Or do you think if you're paying for a 67 average, that's going to be kind of what you get for him week in, week out? Yeah, I think he won't drop much. I think he'll hold value pretty well. Um, I think he'll still average above 60s, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. look, he was, he was... I mean, like, you've got him for 614. How much does um, Angus Crichton cost? Yes, yeah, something, something, something similar, I think. And, uh, yeah. So, I probably prefer Angus because he doesn't need all those tries, not yeah. as many. Yeah, um, but I, yeah. I do like Hudson Young as a pod shout. Yep, Zig, I do too. Zig went another zag. Um, another thing is, you know, the uncertainty of the 13 jersey, and there's been some talk that Elliot Whitehead may fill in there, which, not that there was any concerns over Hudson Young's minutes, but I think that just all, all but helps him. Yeah, I think he's locked into the 80-minute um, second-row uh, minutes. I mean, Ricky likes to play his um, second-rowers for big minutes, and the thing with Elliot Whitehead is that he's starting to get to his – he's old. He's 33 now, I think. Um, so maybe shorter minutes, 40 minutes at lock, and maybe C.A. Chen comes in and starts in the second row, possibly, or, or Horsburgh is very talented and probably got a little bit of ball play in him as well. So there's a, there's a little bit of unknown around there, and – you know, how they line up for round one could bring... I mean, if CHN starts in the second row and they start with Elliot Whitehead at lock, we probably want to take a punt on um, CHN because we know he's um, talent in the past. So, and Corey Horsburgh's at a very good value as well. So if they start Elliot Whitehead in the second row and they go uh, Horsburgh at lock, which is what I've heard with some rumours <laughs> that he's been training a bit there. So if that's the case, um, it'll change the way people think about who, who they're going to go with. A guy that averaged 77 points in his final three games of 2021, or 22, sorry, and, you know, the, the man that you credit a lot of the success of the Raiders to is Jamal Fogarty. Mm. We're both not keen. We, we're both not keen on a 63 average. You know, he did average 59 in a woeful Titans team and then came to the Raiders and averaged 63. I just don't know if this gets better. I just think, like I said, he played really good footy last year and I think he may sit around that 57 average and you're losing six points of value when it probably, you know, the, the price tag that he's commanding at 574k is probably better spent elsewhere. Yeah, I think so. Um, you can spend up a little bit more and get yourself up to a real proper premium. Um, he's not one of those ones that you own and sort of get ahead of other people with, you know, if you know what I mean. So I think, look, he's a good goal kicker and I think he squeezed every bit of greatness out of himself and helped the Raiders a lot last year. Uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see how he goes this year, but I don't think it's going to be um, an improvement on average. I think it'd probably go down a little bit. For an extra 20, an extra 30K, you can get Terry Evans, who will be playing now with a fit turbo. Um, you can go down to 544 and get a Sam Walker. Um, or if you really want to splash the cash, an extra 60K gets you up to Jerome Hughes. So he's just in a really awkward price point, I feel. Mm. Yep, I agree. You mentioned uh, Josh Papali'i beforehand on the way down. Um, I expect his supercoach stocks to also trend on the way down. Priced at 539k, I just think this is exorbitantly overpriced for what we're going to get. Yeah, I think so. It's just, you know, he's been such a great, great man for the Raiders. He's been such a great man for the NRL, for Queensland, for Australia, um, and even over now to... Um, 
you know, switching switching allegiances, he's been great. Um, I just think he, he's getting older and it's time for some others to take some extra minutes. He seems to always be putting his hand up to start off the bench and give some of these others yeah. bigger minutes and starts. Ricky openly says that he listens to them and, and trusts Josh Papali'i for um, guidance on who should be playing what and what he'd like to play. And I don't like that. I want him to, I want to know he's going to play 50, 60 minutes or whatever. Um, at the moment, it seems like he's erring on the side of I'll start off the bench, put Horsburgh out there. And, um, you know, he, so, and, and, and I don't think he's going to go and put himself up for more the older he gets because he's, he's getting old. He's played in the front row. He's played tough in the front row. I'll just read you his minutes for the last five years. 67, 53, 53, 48, 47. So it, it is trending downwards. Down. Yeah. And you know, it it is selfless from 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 Josh Papali'i. I think he's a very good mentor. Um, but for Super Coach wise, I know a lot of casual players will probably buy him because you know he is a name. But I'm just not seeing any value at all. Um, we can keep we can keep listing the same names over and over again. But you spend 100k less in that 430, 440k price bracket in the front row, and I just think there's much much more value there. Uh, or even you know 70k more gets you up to Tarpany. So. He's in yeah. a he's in a really weird middle middle ground. Um, you know, he is a try scorer. He, he can find the line, um, but I think he is just going through the motions now with with his game. He's no longer that explosive, you know, offloading forward anymore. Yeah, and he's only going to have forty five minutes probably this year, so he's going to have to extract a lot out of that forty five to forty seven minutes. So nah, he's a no go for me. You're also not a fan of uh, Clive Churchill winner uh, Jack Whiten at five eight at four hundred eighty one k. All my other NRL fans are like, call him Clive Churchill. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Big Jackie boy. Um, look, Jack is so... He's in the same um, class as Katoni Staggs. He's very fleety. And he does these moments in games where you just like Jack's a world beater and on sports bear, you know, I know certain teams that Jack's going to just run over for that try close to the line. And I, I clean up on the old bets, but um, can you have him for super coach? How much extra money is, is uh, Matt Burton who's going to be goal kicking in a team that's just bought kick and Marnie, <laughs> you know, you can't go Jack White in the five, eight position. No. He's just not going to, um, he's not going to be consistent He's not going to be better than some of these other guys who are much, much better value and on for a better um, score. They're they're on for a resurgence this year. They're going to improve. They're if, improvers. If, He's not going to get any better. If you can't stretch the cash to go from Jack White to Matt Burton, I'd rather save the 10K and go into a Luke Keary, who I think could have a bounce back second year post-major injury. So I, I think there's some options that are, that are outside Jack White. And as you said, he, he is a guy who, you know, a few times last year, you know, under 20 points a game. And mm. Jack Whiten, for, you know, how enigmatic he is and how like how much excitement there is around him, never scored over 90 points last year in all of all of the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jack. That's just Whiten in a, in a nutshell. 
you know, even if he's good, it's never going to be a big ton or a big 150. It's it's going to be 90. No, he he will have like a he will be on 15 points in the 70th minute, and he'll have like a barge over run, but that will only get him up to 50, 60 points. So, um, yeah, not not overly a, a huge fan um, of him, and I didn't include him, but I can understand why you have you know there's yeah, better options. Not for super coach, you know. I love watching him as a as a fan. Um, but I would never own him for super coaching. To be quite honest, I this hasn't been in many years in the recent years that I've um, had a Raider that I could have in super coach. I didn't even own Tappany last year. <laughs> would you own Corey Horsburgh though? You know, big red, looking like he's going to play thirteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. four hundred and forty-one uh, k available front row forward and two RF. So he does have that handy jewel. Yeah, I mean, I have him in the Flegler character. I, I um in the category. I reckon he's talented. Big red, as long as he's not getting upset out there. Oh, poor bloke. <laughs> poor bloke. I remember that game that so tackle. clear as day. Uh, what a funny moment that was. But look, he is talented. Um, I've heard in my Raiders circles that they like him at 13 just for the start. He's got an offload, a fend. You know, he's got a bit to his, he's got a bit of ball play in him. Probably more than Elliot Whitehead, I reckon. Um, more than CHN even. Um, so, he, he kind of makes sense to me when you've got elite front rowers like Josh Papali'i, you know, Emre Guler off the bench is good too. You know, they've got lots of good front rowers, I think, to take that role. Um, he could just jag in right from round one as in a 13 role for 441. So, um, look, stranger things have happened. I'm not going to say definitively that he's going to get the role, but if he lines up in round one, run on in the 13, he could just um, tempt a few people. He's just that kind of awkward, talented, um, you know, type of player. I think. I think his stocks could be similar to someone like Jai Arrow last year. Very similar price bracket. Um, you know, could get you fifty-five to sixty-five points a game pretty consistently. Worth noting, back in two thousand twenty, Corey Horsburgh um, did have his career high in minutes per game, which was fifty-one, and he averaged fifty-six. Uh, price at an average of forty-eight. Definitely could see him averaging sixty points if he does get the start, and that's twelve points of value. Anything over 10 points is, is absolutely huge in my eyes. Yeah, and he's dual, which is nice and handy, particularly this year when we seem to have lost a lot of duels. I guess when you say if he starts at 13, there's a big caveat as to you know who is going to take that mantelpiece. Another big you know talking point is Corey Hadawiranara, uh, mm. available to RF 420K. He's someone with probably what much more upside than Horsburgh, but he's also someone that you know is very prone to shifting into the centers if anything happens to one of the outside backs. That's the big concern over Corey uh, Hadawira Naira, that if, you know, uh, Timoko goes down or Sebastian Chris goes down or a winger goes down, that everyone shifts out and Horsburgh kind of, not Horsburgh, Hadawira Naira seems to be the guy uh, that, that plugs that gap. Yep. And if you're only in for super coach, that's a dagger in the heart, yep. that big time. And famously, you know, since he's been at the Raiders, he has those little bright brain explosion moments where he pisses Ricky Stewart off. So he's been the one player that has been on the wrath of Ricky, which is no one wants to be on, uh, you know, and Tuppany was on it a few years ago and he's, we thought that he, we might even lose him as Raiders fans, but f- thankfully they made friends. That was when the old wife had a big whinge about with Ricky. Um, so but, you know, he, he has a tendency to piss off um, Stuart, you know, and we know that his personality, he's had a bit of uh, fun about him in the past. Um, so, look, if he got the start, I'd be all over him at 420 on the talent that I know he's got. I reckon if he started in, well, I mean, even if they went with the Elliot Whitehead and CHN started in the second row at 420, I'd be all over him. Yeah. All over him. 
Huge fan, huge upside. Um, someone that you, you you put in here, make sure you mention Nick Kotrick. Yeah. You're, you're in well, for a big Kotrick's bounce back? Yeah, I think he's going to bounce back this year. Look, he made it to origin at his pinnacle. He went to the dogs and it wasn't that an absolute wretched oh, thing. That'll be like, I reckon that'll be like um, one of those pub trivia questions in like 10 years. Who played 15 games to the Bulldogs and did absolutely fuck all? Yeah. Oh, Kotrick. And uh, yeah, but anyway, he... he I mean, I, I follow him on all the socials and he was actually, it was a bad injury that he copped there and he felt it for a good two thirds of the year for the Raiders last year where it didn't feel confident on it. It was the ankle or the hit, whatever he's got. Can't remember off the top of my head, but so he was affected by injury and late last year, I started to see him tackle breaking a lot more, um, which is what, that's his bread and butter, isn't it? He's a tackle breaker and he goes on those enormous runs, you know, where it's, you know, five or six tackle breaks, and he runs thirty meters up the up the field. Um, he's priced at a three hundred and eighty k center wing only. Um, I just reckon this year I could see him as somebody on a soft Raiders run. He might get up to five hundred or more. I reckon a healthy Nick Kotrick is. Um, he's a tackle breaker. Yeah. I think he could come good this year. Like how what he did to get to origin level. I think he's, if he's healthy, he's better than 380k. Probably not someone that I'm keen to start with round one and, and fingers crossed from a super coach perspective, he has a quiet two or three opening weeks. Um, Cause yeah, you, you could definitely pick him up for sub 300, 270k and then, um, you know, capitalize on, on one of those big Raiders, you know, runs because he falls over the line a couple of times. He has some tackle busts, gets some line breaks. So I don't hate that shit at all. Yeah, just a bit awkwardly priced, isn't at he? The at moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, but hopefully comes he'll... down to 300 ish. Yeah, I think he might have a bounce back, but I don't know if I'm going to be splurging 380 on, on a player. You know, there's a lot of decent enough cheapies this year for you to start with. Cheapies, let's. T- you're you're the Raiders man. There's been a lot of chat and a lot of love from Raiders fans, and it looks like Trey Mooney's got a huge, huge future uh, moving forward at the club. 205k available to RF only. Yeah, look, I've heard good mail that he's going to be the one that comes in and takes a bench spot in the team. Um, the thing is, I, I've just watched for years and years and years that Ricky's always blooded these um, newer players who haven't had a lot of first grade, and he has not put them under a minute's pressure. Um, so, you know, he we're talking about Willison and Pia Cora. I think in their team, you know, Kevy's a bit of a lunatic. He might give them 30 minutes. I just don't know if I see that for Mooney. Um, I think that he's talented, and I think he might get to the point where he's playing and, and deserves and earns that those extra minutes. But Ricky's probably going to play second rowers for 80 minutes. Tappany's probably going to play fair minutes. Where are the minutes? They're for him to have loads of minutes. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised to see, say, say come round 18, round 19. Um, you know, one teamless Tuesday, you and I check in, and we see Trey Mooney there in the 13. But... That probably won't be for the first five to ten rounds. Yeah, I mean, if you saw him starting in the sixteen jersey in round one at two hundred and five k, would you take a punt? I don't know if you would. I don't <laughs> know. It'd depend on it'd depend on 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 our Broncos boys that we spoke about yesterday as to you know what minutes they look like getting. But um, look, just quietly, I think we're pretty blessed for ta- for cheapy talent in the two RF this year. There's there's a few few names that we'll we'll chuck up throughout the previews. Yeah, in the 200s. And he's one of the ones who I think has a bit of talent about him. Like, you know, the people in, in Brisbane will say Pierre Cora has been spoken about with a bit of talent. Down in um, Melbourne Storm there, they've got old mate being paid 500000 hasn't even played yet. 
Yeah, there's pl- plenty of young talent getting through the second round. Hopefully they will they will flourish uh, for Supercoach Stocks. But that's going to wrap it up for the Raiders preview. Just, uh, yeah. just to, to remind everyone, I've got the, the Milk in ninth. Ado's got them in eighth. You know, we're not too far apart there. Uh, we're mm. both really big fans of Joe Tarpany. Obviously, we both think he's the best front row forward option. Hudson mm. Young could be a very, very sneaky shout in your two RFs. Um, we're staying away from Jack White and Josh Papali'i and Jamal Fogarty. And, uh, you know, expect big things from Horsburgh, CHN, whoever gets the 13 there. And Ado, uh, he's very much on board the Nick Cottridge bandwagon. Yep. All aboard. We will see you tomorrow for, I think we're going to do my boys, the Tigers. We'll, uh, Tigers. What we'll a big year. Fuck you, John Bateman. <laughs> There'll be plenty of John Bateman chat tomorrow. Uh, but sit, <laughs> sit tight. And uh, it might be a longer one than uh, the last two days. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 